Hello and welcome to another Reversing Climate Change Nori Lightning Sale bonus episode. I'm Ross Kenyon, the lead strategist with Nori. I have with me Trey Hill, CEO of Harborview Farms. You may remember him from a previous full-length Reversing Climate Change episode where he thoroughly busted the chops of Christoph and I, deservedly so, I would say, Trey. We've been working with Trey in the Nori pilot for carbon removal through regenerative agricultural practices and is generating carbon removal certificates now available for purchase in the first Nori lightning sale. Thanks for being here, Trey. Thanks for having me. So, Trey, what is it about the way in which you farm that caught our attention? Um, I assume it was uh, multifaceted. One is that I, I'm 100% no-till, meaning that we never turn the soil over. And we also grow cover crops, uh, which means that we grow crops year-round on our soil. By doing so, we're essentially harvesting sunlight all year long. And what that does is it uses the plant's natural processes to secure carbon into the soil. We didn't do it initially for climate purposes or carbon sequestration. We were doing it for soil health. Uh, But as the tracks of environmentalism and science have kind of run in parallel with the two. Uh, it's made for a great opportunity to work with Nori. Thanks. We've we've really enjoyed the process too. Although I know it's been a lot of hard work. A lot of it has been digging through data, making sure that this data is in a sort of unified form that we're able to work with. It's been very instructive. I know the the product team has learned a lot from working with you and and um, others in the pilot too. What exactly has it been like working through the pilot with us? What what have you spent your time and the time of your staff doing? Well, I'm quite fortunate. Um, one of the reasons we got hooked up was through a company that I use called Granular. That's like an enterprise software. It's almost like Oracle for farmers. And I use that for financial management. It gives me profitability per farm and field and monitors all my inputs and the costs and all these things. But what it did was it made it a really nice facilitation of, for the migration of data over to the models that, that Nori's running. So I really didn't have to do as much work as you might think, in part due to the the technology that we've implemented on the farm. Um, I think that's been a big part of it. So a lot of what we've been doing here on the farm, uh, Mike Legg is is kind of my key guy on this. And we've been going through the data, making sure it's right. And then we've only used the, the software for five years, so trying to go back 10, even 15 years on some fields to provide all the records that we can based on when we switch from no to, from conventional tillage to tillage and how long we've been doing cover crops and what those cover crop mixes look like and what the crop was and the yields were. So really just trying to, to get a, a complete history of the different fields that, that we're enrolling in this program. Great. And we love the work of Granular too. Farmers are entering in data for their own agronomic purposes and planning and when this data is in a form that's accessible to Nori, we're able to use that in a pretty turnkey fashion. So we've been very interested in working with partners like Granular, and we think it makes farmers' lives a lot easier as opposed to, yeah, doing all this manually doesn't seem like an attractive task, which you luckily were able to avoid by being such a digitally focused farmer, I guess you could say. Yeah, I don't think it would be a necessity to join the program. It just makes it easier. And I think uh, being one of the first folks to go through it as a farmer, it probably made everyone's life a little bit easier. Uh, We started out just doing two fields just to kind of keep it organized. And those two took much longer uh, than the fields that we enrolled here a few months ago. So I guess it was what probably 18 months ago we did those first two and it took 
several months. I mean, I think we had uh, Michael Leggett, who's one of your main folks there. He was actually uh, helping us at manually enter data by hand. Um, so it was, it was a lot of time and a lot of effort. But the progress that's been made even prior to the first sale has been pretty amazing to see from our perspective because uh, by the time we did the last uh, couple fields that we've enrolled, um, it went through pretty fluidly. Well, that's great to hear. Do payments for these sorts of activities influence your behavior at, at all? Like, do you think moving forward you would, well, you're sort of already bought into this practice, but would this help you expand? Or do you have some fields that are managed differently that you might change for their carbon potential? What might you do differently? Absolutely. I mean, farming is a fairly uh, tight margin business, uh, particularly now that, you know, the crop prices are, are relatively depressed um, due to just global markets and Chicago Board of Trade and all those, those complicated things. So it does make a big difference to us if we can make more money. For me, I believe in what we're doing, so it makes it a little easier decision. Uh, we do have some fields that uh, we haven't been treating quite the same as others, and I think this will definitely help us bridge that gap to make sure that we're 100% doing what we're doing. And I also think that this is going to help build transparency through my farm, one, through the marketplace, um, but then hopefully also to end users as I start to, you know, as we market to the consumer um, what we're doing. I'm hoping that that may also provide some value as well uh, as we try to figure out different ways to, to address climate change. That's very good to know. Do you think that this might influence your, your neighbors, uh, your peers, Maybe people who I'm sure you know guys who are like, oh, I'd love to love to do things the way you are, you know, planting green and and cover cropping and no till, but they just haven't gotten there yet. Do you think this might might nudge them along? Um, I hope so. Um, it costs money to try all this stuff. Uh, you know, I live in the state of Maryland where I get a lot of help on the cover crops, you know, to help me pay for it. Uh, through environmental programs. But uh, folks that don't live in a state, you know, there's different federal programs. But I think that just having that uh, extra funds is makes it much easier to invest or the different attachments that go on a planner are expensive. You know, there's a lot of different things that you have to gear up. And then I think you guys will also help kind of write a book or write a, a standard operating procedure on how to farm this way eventually as you pool all of us together that are doing it. Uh, that'll make it much easier and say when I adopted these practices and not many folks were doing it, it was a steep learning curve. I think as more folks get into it and more folks get, get on the trend of it, then we can start to have an operating procedure and it becomes more normalized. And then a lot more farmers will start to get into it. So yes, I think it will. I was a little too long winded, but yes. <laughs> it was exactly the right amount of winded. No, that, that, that's good to know. I, yeah, I hope you're right. And I know there's a lot of decisions that go into changing practices and one of the big incentives I have for doing the whole program is I rent a lot of the land that we farm. So it's, it's difficult in a way because I'm asking the owners to sign a contract that says they're going to farm the farms this way, that, that the carbon that we're sequestering will stay in the ground. Um, but it also lets them know that I care about the, the farms that I'm tilling that they own. Um, so to me, it's, I'm using it as part of my, I wouldn't say it's marketing because it's just you know, me, me going and talking to landlords and building relationships. Um, but I'd say it's definitely something that I'm utilizing to help build a relationship with my owners. Um, for the folks that own land, to let them know that this is all stuff we're aware of and we're doing the best we can. And I think being recognized by Nori and by the marketplace uh, definitely affirms what I'm saying and it brings a lot of validity to what I'm saying. 
That's a, a great point and one that we don't speak about nearly enough. I mean, okay, forgive me listeners for, for this uh, turn of phrase, but uh, the expression beat something like a rented mule. I think that's pretty common probably for, for land that you don't own. You don't have to live with it for, for decades. So the reputation that at least I know of um, for, for farming rented land is that this land is sometimes more abused than land that you own yourself. You take better care of it when you actually own it. So it probably helps in working if there were a standard contract or some way of dealing with, with landowners who are renting out to farmers for them to know that, hey, my land is actually going to be taken care of. Do you think that that's a big part of this? Um, for me, it is, yes. Um, I've got one of my owners that's, that's signing up in the program. And I told him about it when I first started working with Nori over a year ago. And he said, I want my farm in it. Um, I said, I don't know any details. I don't have a contract. I don't know if these guys know what they're talking about. And he said, I want in. He said, if you're putting your land in, he said, then, then, um, you know, then let's do it together. You know, we're a team. Um, he's not costing us money. You know, we're going to maintain yields. We're going to maintain profitability, but he's a, a firm believer in what we're doing. I'm a firm believer in the, the necessity to help with climate change, and he wants these things implemented on his farm. So for me, that builds. The, we have a really strong relationship to begin with, which is why I called him. Um, but it definitely lets him know that we're collaborating, that we're a team on this, and that we're trying to uh, do the best job we can of growing crops and farming. Great and useful context. Well, if people wanted to learn more about what you do or Harborview Farms, what's a way that they could learn more and support your efforts? Um, well, I, ha I have a website. I probably don't update it as often as I should. Um, we have a Facebook page that probably also is not updated as often as it should. We get into harvest and I'm working long hours and you know the team's really exceptionally busy and we end up actually updating the time that's downtime, which is counterintuitive to when people are actually interested in what we're doing. But I would say those would probably be the main things. From that perspective, then whatever information Nori's providing would probably be very good too. Indeed, yeah. I'll, I'll put in the show notes the link to your your full length podcast, which is you know a very fun one. We had a lot of a lot of great chatter in there. Learned a lot. And um, if you would like to participate in the Nori Lightning Sale, you can do so at nori.com/slash/remove-carbon. And the CRCs that are available for purchase there are generated through Trey Hills Farm. So Trey, thank you so much for, for being here. I hope people uh, are excited about what you do and want to support you and farmers like you. And we're really grateful for the leadership you've shown uh, in this space. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I, this is, it's, it's been a, um, a lot of work and a long time and it's great to see it come to fruition. I'm, I'm super excited. My whole team's excited. So yeah, I think it's pretty neat. Us too. Well, if you like the show, if you like what we're doing here, if you want to get the word out about the lightning sale, we sure would appreciate it. Please share it out with your friends, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. Let people know we're doing something new here that has taken quite a lot of effort and we're ready for you. We're ready for you to interact with it and to be on the business end of not just endlessly releasing podcasts, but now there's stuff that you can buy and support carbon removal, regenerative agriculture. And working to, you know, amend some of the things that we haven't done so well as a species, but I think we're now developing the tools to be able to address them in a thoroughgoing way. And this is just the beginning. So thank you so much for listening and your support.